the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday. Woo! It's Friday night. <laughs> yes, indeed it is. And I'm so glad that it is Friday here. And glad to have you guys join me like I am every night of the week. You can email me. There's lots of different ways you can be a part of the show, by the way. You can email me at andreakshow.com. I like to check in and read those emails during the show. Of course, you can call in live at 888-344-1170. And you can also, we are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page, my Facebook page. We're actually streaming live on even Twitter right now, y'all. I mean, that's how high tech the AK show has become. (laughs) In fact, we're streaming on so many different places. Somebody messaged me and said, you might want to pin a post for everybody to be able to know all the different places that you stream, including if you want to listen to the podcast later, if you can't catch us live. So I, I suggest that you uh, just Google Andrea K. Show and uh, download and for the podcast, download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Glad to have you guys here with us tonight so much. It may be Friday and we'd like to have fun on Fridays and every day of the week for that matter. But we also have major breaking news. In fact, I'm surprised by some of the major breaking news we have today involving the Department of Justice going after or continuing to go after Donald J. Trump. But it's interesting it happened on a Friday because usually Fridays are the days in which you dump off some news you don't want nobody to know about. Okay. So it, that's interesting. We're going to share that news with you guys tonight. We've got a couple topics that I'm going to share with you guys that nobody's really talking about today. That's going to be later on in the show, but I feel like they're really important to to share and to discuss as, as a part of our culture. There's an interesting thing happening with the death penalty in this country. And so we're going to share that with you guys later. We've got Bob Walters, of course, here on Friday. And believe it or not, y'all, I got to tell y'all, Bob Walters actually has more good news to share with you guys tonight than he actually does have points of interest. And I think that's really, that's important for us to know. Um, and then on a, on an odd night for him, Dave Elhoff, financial thought doctor, is going to be here and he's going to address Joe Biden's, <laughs> Joe Biden's plan today for how y'all can pay your electricity bills. Wait till y'all, <laughs> wait till y'all get a load of that. All right, before I go any further, I got to bring in this man, my partner in crime every night of the week. It's DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Get him out of here. Yeah, I wish, Mr. President. I'll be there in a couple hours. I'll be going home. Yeah, you know who I wish would go home? In fact, who needs to get out of here is can y'all tell me any San Diegans? 888 344 1170. 
what the hunt, why the hunt, Pete Buttigieg is here in Otay Mesa at the border, supposedly bragging about investments in the border. You want to make an investment in the border? Then how about you build a dang wall? How about you stop the flood of fentanyl coming in to this country? I read some kooky headline today I didn't have a chance to check into, but now I think the administration's plan to deal with the drug traffickers that they're importing and they're enabling and actually paying to come here because when you are are uh, intentionally inviting in drug traffickers, child sex traffickers and human traffickers and MS-13 gang members and handing them $1,200 in a phone paid for by the taxpayers, you're paying these people to come into this country. You're not only inviting them, you're rewarding them with money, right? I heard today that I think now, is it the CDC that's going to come up with some kind of vaccine uh, to where everybody can get injected so that they don't feel a high from fentanyl? Skins just stopped mid-chew. He's, he's trying to wolf down. He hadn't had a chance to eat today. He's trying to wolf down a sandwich. Yeah. What the, huh? Yeah, I heard that today. I heard that today. But the biggest thing we heard today, speaking of crimes, what's absolutely criminal beyond the uh, Biden administration being the, the world's largest human smuggling and human trafficking operation is how the DOJ, has, the Department of Justice, has, be, has continued, not just continued to be weaponized against Americans, but in, in one, against one particular person is Donald J. Trump. If they can't beat him, they got to indict him. That's the bottom line. Anybody telling you today that Donald Trump can't can't win in 2024 needs to be paying attention. Because let me tell you, if the Democrats didn't think he could win in 2024, they wouldn't have made the announcement. The Biden administration would not have made the announcement that they made today. Two years after he left office. Almost two years after January 6th, in which the January 6th unselect committee came up with nothing to tie Donald J. Trump to any bad activities that happened on the day of January 6th. After Christopher Wray had to admit under oath, well, he refused to admit it, but was confronted from the fact that FBI informants were, had infiltrated on January 6th and were wearing Trump gear. Did y'all hear that? After that. In spite of ever, all the all the lack of evidence, Donald Trump did nothing but exercise his rights on January uh, on January sixth to to say whatever he wanted to say, to question the outcome of, of any election he wants to question the outcome of, stand on the steps, ask people to walk with him to the Capitol, did nothing wrong. I still don't understand, Andrea, what people don't understand about patriotically and peacefully. Right, and then on top of it, after the election was stolen from him. From the variety of different, using the same uh, mechanisms that are in the process of stealing uh, the Kerry Lake race from her and the Abe Hamaday race in Arizona, the man left. He left D.C. and took with him documents that every other former has taken with him. In fact, his were far more secure than the, I think it was a warehouse by McDonald's where Barack Obama stuck all of his stuff. So today, Merrick Garland made an announcement. In the inter- in the in, in it's in the interest of public, it's in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. This is not in the public's interest to appoint a special counsel. This is in the interest of the Uniparty trying to stop the MAGA movement, to try to make sure and ensure that the power stays within the swamp in D.C. and is never returned to the people. Let's uh, let's listen to how Merrick Garland dared to describe. Uh, this decision, clip three. 
The Department of Justice has long recognized that in certain extraordinary cases, it is in the public interest to appoint a special prosecutor to independently manage an investigation and prosecution. Based on recent developments, including the former president's announcement that he is a candidate for president in the next election, and the sitting president's stated intention to be a candidate as well, I have concluded that it is in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. Such an, empo- uh, an appointment underscores the department's commitment to both independence and accountability in particularly sensitive matters. It also allows prosecutors and agents to continue their work expeditiously and to make decisions indisputably guided only by the facts and the law. The special counsel will conduct parts of the first investigation I just mentioned. The investigation into whether any person or entity unlawfully interfered with the transfer of power following the 2020 presidential election or with the certification of the Electoral College vote held on or about January 6. This does not include prosecutions that are currently pending in the District of Columbia or future investigations and prosecutions of individuals for offenses committed while they were physically present on the Capitol grounds on January 6. Those investigations and prosecutions will remain under the authority of the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia. What a pant load. Let's talk about a little bit of this. In, it's in the in the public interest. Like he, what he's trying to say at the beginning of this is, look, now that Donald Trump has announced that he's running for president, and my boss, the current president, has indicated that he's going to run, we've just got to make sure that our hands are just lily white and lily clean. So we're just going to appoint this this um, completely independent, non biased special counsel to oversee an investigation. First of all, there's no such thing as independent. There's no such thing as non biased anywhere related to Washington, D.C., and in particular, the Department of Justice and the FBI. Is there anybody out there operating on, under the notion that Robert Mueller was independent and non-biased? The man who handed Russia? It, think about this, and I've said this many times before. Bob Mueller is brought in to oversee an investigation of Donald Trump colluding with the Russians when Bob Mueller was the guy who handed the uranium sample for the for the for the energy company that was being sold off and handed off to them through the secretary of state during the obama administration he was the one who took the sample over to russia and that's who was supposedly coming in to independently handle and and as a matter of fact even at the point in which he was appointed they already knew that there was no evidence the republican party knew or at least shortly thereafter The second he walked into his office, he knew that there was no evidence of any Russian collusion. And from that point forward, it was all about trying to get process crimes done on Donald Trump. And a process crime is what they got on Michael Flynn. A process crime is what they got on Martha Stewart. That's where what they're alleging somebody did wrong and criminally they don't have the goods for. But maybe they can catch them in a lie in the middle of a Q&A session, in the middle of an interrogation session. That's what the play was. That's why after a year and a half, and then, of course, the Republican Party continued to come out and say, well, we, you know, uh, you know, Trump, he, he was completely undermined. We just got to let this investigation play out. In the meantime, we can't be giving Trump what he wants. And that's exactly what's going on here. There's no independence. If, if Merrick Garland 
was interested in independence and a special counsel, he would have already appointed a special uh, a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden and Joe Biden the day he took uh, assumed the position. And shame on the Republican Party, by the way, for not demanding it day one. How many crimes and felonies were laid out yesterday by James Comer and Jim Jordan and the rest of the Republican Party and crimes, including human trafficking on the part of, of Hunter Biden? And yet we still have no special counsel. So I'm not in the mood to have somebody pee on my leg and tell me it's raining to try to act as though this Department of Justice is engaged in anything related to independence and anything related to what did he say? Accountability and sensitive matters. There's no accountability. If there was accountability, Hillary Clinton would have been in jail for the 33,000 felonies she committed with all the emails. And that was just that was just a couple of the crimes she committed. And there would be accountability already. In fact, the accountability for Joe Biden would have involved the Republican Party bringing him and Hunter Biden before the impeachment panel to discuss Ukraine. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to we're going to discuss Trump's. Trump's response to this, absolutely outrageous, as well as maybe a couple little tidbits involving, oh, it, he says they're going to do it on the basis of facts and law. We'll wait till you hear a little bit about Christopher Ray, the dude who's supposed to be in charge of the facts and law here. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. I think that this election was the funeral for the Republican Party as we mm-hmm. know it. The Republican Party, is, as we have known it, is dead. And voters have made that clear. And in particular, the folks who did not vote for Republicans in this last election were independent voters, working class independent voters, folks who voted for President Obama uh, once upon a time, folks who then voted for President Trump but stayed home this time. We are not a majority party unless we can appeal to those voters. That was Josh Hawley. Uh, I think pretty much the only thing I agree about, in a sense, um, was that the Republican Party is dead as we know it, and it needs to be rebuilt. The Republican Party needs to be completely killed off in, my, in, in the, the establishment, in, in, my, in my opinion. Donald Trump's response to the special counsel being... Uh, assigned here was that this is the he said it's not even believable they're allowed to do this this is the worst politicalization of justice in our history Um, and, and he's absolutely true this is absolutely correct The, le- the, the uh, Republican Party wants to blame Trump, continue to blame Trump for the midterms. This and, and this is and, and then there are other saying that he's just got too much baggage. There's too much chaos. This is an example of not just the politicalization and weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ, but it's an it's an example of how they've manufactured the chaos around him and the baggage around him. Then they can say, see, he's we got to move on from Trump. There's just too much, too much issues with him and every bit of it was done by somebody else and not by him. He is not to blame for this. And it's shocking to me and astounding and disappointing to me the the um, intellectual laziness or the ignorance or the, quite frankly, stupidity of so many of Americans who don't see it. It's one thing if you're a Democrat 
and you get that that's what's going on here. And so you're happy to see it because you're thinking stupidly, I might add, that this weight, this criminalization of of the U.S. government and the tyranny will never come back on you. Right. It's only going to go against MAGA. But there's actually Americans out there that, that just that that don't even see the game being played. I think it's a little bit of every one of those things you mentioned. Yeah. And, you know, um, and part of what he said for this, we've got, we're going to, Merrick Garland said, we're going to follow the facts and the law. There's absolutely been nothing about facts and law that's been followed in any bit of this. We now know it's been proven, but of course, in, in terms of him mentioning accountability, it was proven that the FBI, including the Obama administration at the time, James Comey, who was the head of the FBI, assistant directors of the FBI, attorneys in the FBI, attorneys in the DOJ, com- completely not only flat out lying to the American people, but lying to courts, falsifying uh, documents. Uh, Donald Trump mentioned it the other night, offering a million dollars for somebody to lie and say that the Steele dossier was true. Um, there's and then then even after all that was going on, they appointed a special counsel when there was no facts, there was no probable cause. I said in January, or February of 2017, I want to know the probable cause in which a sitting Democrat president launched an investigation into the opposition party presidential candidate and campaign. There was no following the law here. There was no facts and there was no probable cause under the U.S. Constitution for the Obama administration to do that. They and would they and one of the ways in which they tried to skirt the law, which still wasn't legal, was to, to by making it be a part of the intelligence community and saying that it was it, it, it involved the intelligence gathering and, and and spying operations by Russia so that they could then try to justify having to go through the FISA courts and violating the Fourth Amendment and other rights of a presidential candidate and then a sitting president of the United States. The facts are that Hillary Clinton and Mark Elias continued to spy on and listen to to him in the White House, in the Oval Office. There was no facts or law around, and, and Mueller eventually had to admit, a year and a half later, that there was no Russian collusion. And then he tried to come up with an obstruction of justice claim against him. That's the process crime they try to hang on him. Then they tried to hang the impeachment on him. Now this, he goes on to say, Merrick Garland goes on to say, they're going to be investigating any crimes related to the interference with the transfer of power, including trying to stop the certification of electoral uh, votes. If that was what they cared about, Jamie Raskin would have already been criminally charged. How many Democrats over the years tried to stop electoral votes from being counted, including Al Gore in 2000? What do you think that whole 40-day charade was about? It was about trying to stop those electoral votes from Florida being counted, giving George W. Bush 270 electoral votes. Meanwhile, we've got an occupant of the White House who's completely corrupted because he was on the take and probably still is involving Ukraine and the Chinese Communist Party. And the Republican Party is just happy to sit back and let this man be destroyed so that they can try to shove him away. It's absolutely despicable. It truly is. And, and so far, um, we had John Guandolo on the show the other night. He said he didn't think that we could should completely dismantle the FBI. We can't completely dismantle the DOJ. I'm glad now that Trump ran and, and are, has already announced because he's going to continue to expose who our real enemies are. 
And now hopefully he's going to, he did not say in his speech, he talked about the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ, but one of the agenda items was not, as Dinesh D'Souza pointed out afterwards, he said he wanted Trump to give his plan of how he was going to completely dismantle the deep state. Do you think now that that he's announced that he's running Andrea, that they're going to go uh, full court press on him? Um, Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They are. They are. So um, he, I think what he needs to do, and, the, and one of the things I said, I actually read Dinesh D'Souza's uh, suggestions, and I said that the, he does need to give a plan for dismantling the deep state, but unfortunately, because the Republican Party has been a part of the deep state and continued, think about that. Think about Lin, Lindsey Graham and the rest of them going before the American people and saying, we just got to let this investigation play out. Every time Lindsey Graham said that to, to a, a, a camera, he was lying. They all knew that there was no in, 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 information. There was no evidence that Trump colluded with anybody, and they all knew that Hillary Clinton did. They all knew that it was Hillary Clinton who colluded with foreign agents. They also know that Hunter Biden's a foreign agent. They also know Hunter Biden's a, a crack head, crack deal, crack dealer. It was engaged in human trafficking, according to James Comer. They all know that too, and they don't care. Because what they care about is 75 million MAGA voters sitting down and shutting up and going away. And you know what? I'm not going to sit down and shut up and go away. And I hope Trump doesn't either. I was asked today on a Newsmax interview, what should the Republican Party do going forward? And I said, well, it depends on if they actually want to win or if they just want to stay in the minority party. And then it depends on if they actually want to not just win, but actually govern in a way that's the best for the American people. And that's America first. See, the thing is, the Republican Party is not telling you, look, we're on board with all this America first stuff. We just think Trump has too much baggage. No, this is about destroying MAGA. That's what this is about. They don't want anything that Donald Trump said in his speech. They don't want election integrity. They don't want a sealed border. They don't want to bring manufacturing and jobs back from China. They want the same things the Democrats do. They just want to have a different way about getting there. Bingo. And not even necessarily a different way. In fact, they what they want is to stay the minority party and assist the Democrats in getting there while raising money from Republican voters under false pretenses that they want something different than the Democrats. That way they don't have to take any accountability. And, the, and, and nobody will know, right? We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in our buddy Bob Walters. He's got some good news for y'all this week. In regards to education, and I do stand corrected. I did miss the part of the speech in which Trump talked about CRT and transing in schools. I think you and I were busy running around in the middle of that part of that speech. So don't go anywhere. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up on the other side of the break with Bob Walters. Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. What's going on with the corruption of the Ukraine? Um, and you know, I hear that there is now some sort of proof, proof, proof that uh, the Ukraine people have sent money back to the Democrat. Emphasis on the rat party, and uh, that was to help them push through the election. Um, I've heard that three or four times. And it's been on KCBQ on very different programs. So I'm curious, you got any leads on that? Ukraine being told they got to send. We'll give you the, we'll give you the goods, but you got to send this money back to the Democrat Party. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. That was a caller on our 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227 if you want to call in. We talked about that extensively and what you're talking about, caller, is FTX, which is the uh, Bitcoin exchange um, in which um, the U.S., the way it worked was this, I'll say this quickly, and then move on to Bob Walters, that um, taxpayer money that, that was sent to Ukraine. Um, remember how we reported a while back only 20% was making it to the military? Well, I think we have an explanation where the rest of it went. It was used by Ukraine to invest in this FTX FTX exchange run by a far left Democrat um, to invest in that. Then that money was taken from FTX and given to the Democrat Party Act Blue in 2022. Um Moving on now to, and we will be discussing more economic stuff later on with financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff. But now we've got our buddy Bob Walters, whose latest book is Education or Indoctrination, and he joins me now. Hello, dear friend. Hello, good to be here tonight. Thank you. I almost forgot to call you. Uh, also, call sign Don Quixote because we love we love having call signs here on the show. So, call sign Don Quixote. Good. Yes. Quixote. Like <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So you've got some good news for us this week. Parents at Lake Elsinore demanded more security at the school after a 15-year-old boy, not a student, at the school was arrested for doing lewd act with a child in the parking lot. This same boy had two previous incidents and had been arrested twice. But the school finally has agreed to put more security up to keep track of such activity uh, during the day. So it's it's a victory for the parents. Well, we we need more victories for the parents, and we need more security. One of the things that um, was astounding to me and Mitch McConnell, t- uh, you know, talking yesterday about his message to Joe Biden and how he wants to w- w- to work with Joe Biden was saying all the success that they had bipartisan level on security for schools, which is nonsense. We don't have security. Uvalde wouldn't have happened if we had any security for for kids in schools. And we one of the main areas of security we need for kids in schools is we need to stop having biological males in bathrooms with young girls, in locker rooms with young girls playing on sports with young girls, correct? Absolutely. And I cover that in my book extensively. Yes. And, and that's in, I believe, uh, I don't know if that's in Chapter 4 of your book with the, LB, with the LBGTQ. It is. It's covered there pretty heavily. Good. Um, all right. So um, what's your next point of good news? Well, I've got some other points here. Um, Florida Board of Mechan- uh, Medicine approved a draft rule to ban medical or surgical gender-affirming for transgender kids under age 18 in Florida. At a hearing, there was considerable opposition by the LGBT representatives, but there was also a comment from many youths who had been treated and deeply regretted it and spoke to this committee. So this is covered in my Chapter 4, but the Florida has accepted a rule that forbids any further medical or surgical gender affirming actions for kids under 18. Well, you know, you're one of the few people that's addressing it. You, I think Christopher Rufo are are addressing this issue. Um, You know, um, one of the things that was part of the successes in, in the midterms is that there have been some school board seats that have flipped all across this country. And because, go ahead. 200 of them. Oh, I didn't know it was 200. Yep. 
Yeah, um, and, and you you mentioned Moms for Liberty that's been a part of that. Many people have been a part of it. You have as well. And we've got to continue to push because it, because the more there are successes, the more they're just going to double down and try to continue on with this stuff. Just do it behind the backs of the parents. And one of the things that we need to do is to continue to push for our representatives. Um, the Republican Party hasn't said a thing about this. Tom Emmer, I think is his name. Uh, who was part of the Republican National Committee, who did nothing to help for any wins in the midterms, has made it clear, he has stated, Bob Walters, that he doesn't want the Republican Party involved in any of these social issues. This is actually not a social issue, isn't it? One of the things you talk about in your book is, and we talked about it last week extensively in Chapter 1, which is about how this all began. This is all part of the cultural Marxist movement. This is not like a social issue to where, gee, you know, um, should people... People, you know, um, eat, eat um, so I, I can't even think of a, a non-relevant social issue, you know, whether or not kids still say yes or yes, ma'am or no, ma'am. I mean, this isn't even about a social issue, right, about whether or not we allow cigarette ads on TV, something like that. This is actually a part of a movement to destroy America through the schools. And you talk about that in your book in terms of why the, it, this is about communism, isn't it? It is, really. They're the ones that are, most of them even admit they were communists at some point in their life and probably still are. Right. And so what these communists identified many years ago was that the way to destroy our nation was to destroy our culture. And one of the ways that they've destroyed our culture is, and, and going back is to attack the family, attack the role of parents. You didn't need to be married to have kids. And, and it's just gotten ex- exponentially worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And so this is, this is how they're going to destroy this, this nation. And the Republican Party, everybody needs to get your book and they need to get educated as to what's going on here and why it must be stopped. I agree. And I sure hope they do read it. I've got some other points that are covered. It- as well. All right. For um, one thing, you've got to, Florida has enacted a new law which allows parents to raise objections to books they deem inappropriate and to petition the school board to ban them. This effort was this effort was led by Moms for Liberty and has had huge results mm. in 45 school districts where almost 2,000 books have been removed. Right. And there's there's all these memes going around as a result of that saying that this, uh, oh, we're banning books. We're no better than Hitler and the Nazis. Saying that a book is is uh, is not age appropriate is not the same thing as banning it. Nobody's trying to take the book off, uh, you know, off of wherever. Um, it, it's about that you don't there's certain books that are pornography or not age appropriate. That's the argument here. Yep, it is. Then you got the Wyoming Library Board has cut ties with the American Library Association over graphic children's books. The board has not backed down despite angry protests by some citizens. This effort was led by Mass Resistance, one of the groups I outlined in Chapter 12. Mm-hmm. A good group also to turn to to get help if you want to have some uh, strong action against something going on in, in your school district. Yeah, in fact, they were the they were the group that was here in San Diego trying to stop these drag queen story hours. Right, you're correct. Yeah. Okay, some more college crazies. All right. Trinity College students are upset that that the blue line uh, flag supporting our police and the American flag were removed from hallways since they posed a safety concern. So it was alleged. This despite the fact that the LGBT and Black Lives Matter flags were left in place 
in the hallways. Mm. Now, this yeah. Tr- Trinity College isn't this isn't this a private school, is, is. or is it a Christian school? A Christian private school. That's how deep this infection has reaped across not just public schools but private. Yeah, um, you know, I-, I wonder how many Christian families know that the LBGT flag and the Black Lives Matter flag, which is which is Marxist and communist and anti-Christian. Uh, is displayed at this school. It just goes to show, I saw an article today that there's all these so-called prominent Christians that are coming out, like Robert Jeffress, I think his name is, from that mega church in Dallas or Houston area, coming out and saying that, you know, the these important cr- Christians, they just can't support Trump again, that they supported him by holding their nose in 2016, and they're not going to do it again. So basically, you just said that, that you know, um, first of a couple of things here, um, we've got a problem in the Christian community in terms of actual Christianity. Yep. And do. and they are all, they are in complete support of the cultural Marxist destruction of this nation and under the under the false doctrine that anything goes and and um and, and basically what it's about is um, they're no different than the Mike Pence's that, that, that say that they're Christians, but they're happy to support non-Christian ideology of replacing God with state and that you should be, you should be letting a, a quote, Dr. Fauci tell you whether or not you should leave your home. That's not biblical, right? There's nothing biblical. In fact, Donald Trump is the most, is the most pro-life president we've ever had. He has been the most pro-Christian and pro-religious freedom president the United States has ever had. It makes no sense, particularly from a biblical standpoint, how anybody could could not, how the Christians could be against Donald J. Trump. And in particular, because we are supposed to believe, Bob Walters, that we're all sinners and have fallen short. So if if there's anybody out there who's telling you that Donald Trump isn't Christian enough, that's somebody that's probably got some skeletons in their closet. That's what I'm thinking. Shame on this Trinity College. Shame on all these Christian outfits and these so-called Christian pastors that are willing to sell us out to Fauci, to Black Lives Matter or whatever, so that they can get some more money in the coffers. That's what I have to say about that. I I agree with you. Of course you do. Hang on just a second, my dear. Thank you for agreeing with me. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue on with this discussion because we've got a lot more college crazies to share with you all, so don't go away. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Next week is Thanksgiving. And um, so it just occurred to me during a break, this is my last time to chat with my man Bob Walters before Thanksgiving. Usually what we do on our Thanksgiving show is Skins and I talk about Thanksgiving traditions, what's important to us. So before we, we resume your topics, Bob Walters, I was just curious if there was any like special Thanksgiving tradition of yours and your families that you love that you might want to share. Well, yes, we gather around as a family, and before the dinner, each of us gives a, a little rundown as to what we are proud and, and happy for in our lives. And then we give a general prayer that God help us guide our future and our wisdom to know what to do is right and to take the steps that are needed to save America. Wow. I love that. Oh, my gosh. My family's not that nice. We're not that great in my family. <laughs> 
in my family, we say a blessing and everybody's like itchy to, to get to the food. Um, I love that, especially talking about what, what you could do, you know, for America. That's so important, Bob, because, you know, you are a successful businessman who takes time out of your own life to, you know, fight for our kids. You come on my show every week. You write books. There, You know, we have so many Americans that just want to complain about what's going on and they don't actually do anything about it. And part of it is because we don't have as many families as yours talking about it around the table, talking about what they can do, love of country, what to do for the country, or even just praying for the country. So God bless you and your family. uh, Thanksgiving, you are such a a, a hero. And um, I appreciate you so much for all your efforts. That being said, we got to continue on with some crazy, don't we? Yep, we do. (laughs) Okay. I got three things that are kind of related. Now, you're going to be a little shocked. Oh, okay. Gettysburg College postponed a painting and writing event hosted by its Gender, Sexuality, and Resources Center for people who are, quote, tired of white men. Can you imagine that? I mean, this is college, and you're teaching people to be racist under the banner of being not racist. Anyway, the event told people to come come and paint and write how they are tired of straight white men. Wow. A lot of the alumni were upset about this, but it's hard to to believe this is going on in the colleges. And Gettysburg College is a fairly good-sized school. I hadn't heard of it, but that sounds like one of these really expensive um, liberal arts colleges that is doing a phenomenal job to brainwash young people into hating this country and hating their fellow man. This is hate. This is actual hate. I saw a video that I think it was Libs of TikTok posted on Instagram today. And it was a girl. It was of a young girl, a teenager speaking at her father's funeral. And she talked about how much she hated him because he was a white. And and evidently her mother must have been. I don't know if she was adopted or if her mother was African-American and he was white. But she talked about how much she hated him um, for being a white cisgender man. And I thought, wow, I felt so bad for that young girl because she, the hate she had in her heart has made her so miserable that she's just, her future is one of absolute misery. And that's what they're doing to these young people, Bob Walters. Yeah. And I've got some other examples tonight, too. Okay. This is in Chapter 10 in my book. Good detail. It can be followed up by the the audience. In 2019, a student, David Marks, wrote an opt-ed edge to, mo- uh, to monitor and collect dirt on white men on campus in order to undermine them in potential future confirmation hearings later in their lives. Wow. Isn't that something? So, Jeez. wow. So this is like oppo, oppo, what's called oppo research, opposition research that's done in politics. This is where they go out and they try to dig up dirt on people. In this case, they're doing it in advance. It's on like on, on white people only. Oh, here's 19-year-old frat boy. Um, let me keep a log of every little dopey comment he makes at some point, especially if he's funneled a beer. And now I'm flashing back on all my college days and all the frat, <laughs> and all the frat boys. So we can use it against somebody? I mean, that's just – this is um, – I don't know if this is like Hitler Youth. I don't know if this is so much Mao's Red Guard using young people or if this is just communism. But this should chill every American in this country that this is what's going on. Absolutely. 
Well, then you've got an association of universities, which is most of the universities tied together in this association, are being told to teach about colonialism and white supremacy and class division by the body that, ad, that advised degree content for the, to the colleges. Math curriculum should present multicultural and decolonized view of mathematics, whatever that means. I don't know what it means. And, <laughs> and economic students need to be taught that it is still predominantly white, male, and Western field. Even history must engage the connections between imperialism, white supremacy, and class division. Well, if you want to, if you, history is the one area to where there, there's the greatest opportunity, in my opinion, to twist things around and find examples of colonialism and white supremacy, right? Um, But mathematics, (laughs) I mean, mathematics, I mean, you know, but, but then again, they've managed to convince and uh, uh, enormous numbers of Americans, millions of Americans, that there's no such thing as male and female and that you can choose your gender. And that if you just go into surgery and pop some pills that are off uh, off label, by the way, that you can change your gender. Um, we are literally denying facts, science, common sense, reasoning. And it's and it's and it's just it's, it's we've literally embraced insanity in this country and if it wasn't if it wasn't just destroying young people it, you know that would be one thing right i mean if this was just a bunch of 50s 60s you know people that are just roaming around in their own misery it would be one thing but the way they're exploiting children and young adults is just it's frightening because it's it, it, it because it's working bob walters yeah i'm afraid it went to every one of the major universities in the country this policy that they're pushing the schools to adopt uh, yeah. And when you look at the voting part of, you know, everybody, the Republican Party wants to blame Trump for the midterms. But in Arizona, 96 percent. And of course, we know the ballot harvesting and the ballot gathering is there's a lot of fraud in these numbers. But 96 percent of University of Arizona students voted for Katie Hobbs, not not Carrie Lake. And yeah. so, you know, this the Democrats were smart. They knew um, these communists take over the schools and change the, change the culture, change the minds of Americans, and that's how they'll change America into their communist society, and it's winning. Um, in, the, in the 30 seconds we have left, tell everybody about We the Kids. And by the way, I'm wearing my We the Kids cap right now on our Good. Facebook live stream. I get so many compliments on it. Well, We the Kids is a great organization that's putting out pro-America history and facts about American life and, and our Constitution and they have materials, including books, that they send for free to anybody who inquires with them. They're wethekids.us. And you can contribute to them. That helps also. But you're welcome to get the material so you can teach your kids and maybe the neighborhood kids the right way they should be seeing life and the government and our history. Yeah. And one way that you can contribute is they've got really cute gear. I would be wearing my We The Kids shirt, but I need to wash it. <laughs> it's dirty because <laughs> I wear it all the time. Um, and you can get get a cute T-shirt, get a cute hat like I wear because I love my baseball caps. And they're a phenomenal organization. We love you, Bob Walters. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Have a great weekend. All right, now you guys stay tuned. We got hour two coming up. Why is Michelle Obama saying America wasn't ready for her hair? Can we talk about that? Do you all even want to talk about that? I'm not sure I want to. I know I, know I don't want to see her hair. I know that for sure. Stay tuned. Another hour of Andrea K. Show on its way. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.